Welcome, everybody, to the Tag Your It podcast. I'm Ray Ray. And I'm David Van Dever. And now I'm wearing a shirt that I've worn, uh, if you're watching the video, three weeks in a row. And uh, now Dave has reworn his shirt two weeks in a row because we are uh, recording a bunch of different topics in one day to make sure that, uh, you know, we're all able to uh, do our work that we have been um, given to do by God. So and then but making sure that we put out good content and uh, just keep on sharpening one another as me and Dave do this show. And hopefully it sharpens you. And then you guys reply back to us um, with things and sharpen us. And uh, we continue this into, uh, you know, we got season seven that just started. And seven. I think this would be episode if we want to put an episode on. Oh, I wow, think this would really? be a 278. 278, 278 episodes, I think. I, I think that's where we're things. at. One of the things I was thinking about. Wait, 279. 270. Oh, this would be episode 279. Yes, sir. Very cool. Well, one of the things yeah. I was thinking about was the time that we recorded like for, I don't know, like four hours straight there at your house one day. Yeah, um, there was. Record. It was just like one live long stream. Yes. Uh, yes, was, we did uh, that. Yeah. We've tried many things. So let's uh, try, you know, we're trying the shorter way. So, I mean, we're doing the yeah. long thing. We're not doing it live, but we're putting out shorter things. Um, yeah. So uh, that's, it's, it's, fun, it's been a it's fun, fun experiment with this for, for the six, for six total years um, going on the seventh. So, um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. In light of the last episode, um, you know, we might put these uh, things and give you an hour and a half. But we can give you three separate shorter episodes, um, so where you get something and uh, and we discuss something and uh, you know we're we're having fun with it. So uh, we will continue on in sort of the spirit of the narrative um, that's not uh, abortion, but the other side of the narrative, which is we're dealing with the just the LGBTQ community. Um, how do we respond to them? What are they saying? And what? How can we? Um, you know, it's we can think about winsomeness, but how do we declare the truth and proclaim the truth um, no matter what uh, the tone might end up having to be? Cause the conversation on the other side has got to be accounted for when it comes to our winsomeness. But then again, whenever we Christians can't be winsome from the outset anyway, because we are absolute, we are certain. And uh, we have, we have um, Jesus who's the truth. We are not right. He is right. And if he is right, then yes, an implication would be we are right, but then again, to say that we are right is to totally dismantle um, how the gospel is supposed to be presented, which is Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and uh, he is, if it's today, you can repent. That's right. And please come. <laughs> so, One of the things that I think is always important for recognizing how apologetics works is by doing what I would say is a critical analysis of rhetorical artifacts, cultural artifacts, artifacts created by the culture. And one of those things that is a massive influence in today's world is tweets. Again, very short set statements, uh, but likewise, memes make a make their rounds as argumentation and uh adam found an incredible tweet that is making an mm -hmm. argument here it is from shay cooley i have no clue who shay cooley is um no, i know that like uh they don't do the drag queen yeah but i mean we can't make our assumptions until you That's know right. but you want to know this is probably more than likely somebody that is a drag queen that is trying to definitely do something about the narrative um that we're living in these days to where um you know drag queens are a minority a victimized minority and uh then you've got to definitely paint uh, any sort of antithetical other side and uh you know bad light and all that kind of stuff to make you and prop you prop your side up uh, to be superior um 
um, whenever, you know, we got to really understand as Christians, everybody's on a level playing field. Uh, we are all condemned under sin and are falling short of the glory of God. I don't care if you are a religious leader or if you're a drag queen, um, the, the, the playing field is level. The ground is level at the foot of the cross. And so we got to understand that when, if they are taking us as morally superior, um, they're called, it's called projecting. Um, and they want to be the more moral superior one, because in a one story universe, somebody has to be the winner. Um, we can't all be the losers. Right. But in God's world, um, that where he has created, things and we have have sinned we are all losers and uh but but the pauline but the big but that i always like to talk about is that uh there is salvation and uh you know again whenever we end up coming into that knowledge it's not because we're right like we said on the last episode it's because jesus is the way the truth and the life and so that's uh you know the so hopefully set the tone um going into it if you like it or not that depends on you and uh whatever standard you're going to judge it by but then you have to account for that standard so before i go into more preaching on uh, standards and all that stuff let's uh, take it away with the uh the tweet yeah, so Shea Cooley says, just thinking about that show, To Catch a Predator, and how they exposed husbands, fathers, faith leaders, and community leaders. But never a drag queen. Hmm. So let me do wow. just a few things here. just want to give you a background because maybe some of you are not like Adam and I, and you don't remember the show, To Catch a Predator. It is a program that was on NBC featuring Chris Hansen. It was partly filmed with a hidden camera with adult men arriving to sting houses to have sex with minors and typically they were arrested as a result the program ran from november of 2004 to december of 2007. Uh, it was a pretty big deal uh, you can still find clips of to catch a predator on youtube but essentially the idea was that there were people out there that were looking to hook up with minors and they were going to find those people and expose them and arrest them uh, lots of different people. In fact, there were pastors, there were youth leaders, there were retired pastors. There was all kinds of different folks that were, again, exposed on this program by Chris Hansen. The argument, at least, seems to me uh, that drag queens were never caught on the program attempting to solicit an underage male or female for sex. The interesting point is, and I've not watched every episode of the program. Uh, I don't know if you have, Adam. I don't ever remember them actually exposing someone who is dressed in drag, and I am completely fine with that. However, the argument expanded out that I believe Shay is trying to make is that drag queens don't solicit young people for sex with minors, or at least they don't get caught. And the argument would kind of formally look like this. Some faith leaders, husbands, and fathers solicited underage people for sex. No drag queens ever solicited underage people for sex. Therefore, all drag queens are morally superior to faith leaders, husbands, and fathers. That yeah. is the argument that is being made. So mm -hmm. I have a few responses to that idea. Number one, um, the idea is being communicated again that people don't need to worry about their children being solicited by drag queens for sex, which I think is, again, a hasty generalization. There are all kinds of wicked people. You're really unable to prove the point that you are making. Your argument does not deductively stand up. Um, but again, there are a few major problems with this. First of all, the moral revolutionaries such as drag queens uh, being celebrated and thrown in our face, uh, the faith of the 
general culture was really kind of closeted up until about 2016. So this concept of drag queens being out in the public and being something that everyone should celebrate as a morally good thing was actually still very much seen as a moral taboo. Likewise, we would have to assume that none of those individuals were just not dressed in drag. In other words, to be a drag queen doesn't mean that you're always in drag all of the time. Therefore, mm-hmm. again, you don't provide the evidence that there were never anyone who was a drag queen because they could have been a closeted drag queen because the moral revolution hadn't gotten that momentum up to this point. Now, further, I would state the Christian worldview would actually assert that both evils are sin and morally repugnant. In other words, those Mm -hmm. faith leaders who professed that they were Christians actually had a standard of righteousness that they were falling outside of the lines of. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those things. Yeah. Like, so just like the divine right of Kings, just because you're a pastor, just because you're a priest, elder, whatever title that you want to give yourself, just because you are that you are not, you know, like that does not protect you. Um, there's no sp- special dispensation of the spirit that keeps you, you know, like that, that you are a hundred percent entirely sanctified. I, yeah, that's, I mean, right. Methodism might have a problem with that because that's what they believe. <laughs> but, uh, you know, with a progressive sanctification, I oh, man, I, I'm a Christian. I use the word progressive, but then again, I have a tell loss <laughs> to actually have a standard of what progress is and what is yeah, not. That's right. But, um, uh, to, to get, to continue on the, uh, the actual point here is you're, you're, you're saying that okay well husbands fathers and faith leaders are people that shouldn't i mean they shouldn't for sure just like the drag queen shouldn't but then the drag queen shouldn't be a drag queen and they definitely shouldn't be grooming kids and and making that normal because there there is a disconnect Um, see, here's the problem who is to say that soliciting minors for having sex is oh yeah that's wrong. that's the other that's the other part is what is the plus when we're talking about the lgbtq Bingo. plus community so you know is uh you know why why uh why is that wrong um i mean we keep on pushing incrementally um different issues and they keep they went from well we'll just we'll just accept lesbians and and uh gay and and gay um guys because well it's a distortion but it's still, you know, the binary is there, but then transgenderism comes in and destroys the binary. And then you get gender fluidity and all that kind of stuff. And then you go, well, well, you're now, now we got to deal with the ageism. So whenever we look at critical race theory and intersectionality and all that stuff, now we've grouped people into, you know, like you're an ageophobe or something like that, you know, so everything, some sort of fear. Yeah. So we're just breaking down an arbitrary standard. Mm -hmm. By if, if that is your reality, age is an arbitrary standard, then by what means would you ever demonize anyone for uh, soliciting a young child? Because age is arbitrary, therefore those yeah. children can identify as a 60-year-old, and there is no standard or no ability for you to ever actually create that. Further, I think the issue that we need to recognize is the same arbitrary standards that you are saying need to continue to move are those that as a society you believe are constructed and therefore they need to be destructed deconstructed because those standards of what are what is correct morally specifically when it relates to sexual ethics those barriers need to be knocked down so would not the same societally constructed standards that called drag wrong be just as problematic and demonizing to those who identify people who are born with a desire to have sex with minors what's wrong with those individuals 
morally mm. from your ethical code. There's nothing. Yeah. We just need. We just haven't progressed that far yet. Yeah, and so I mean, really, this uh, this uh, tweet ends up just equaling zero, because you might be able to call the faith leaders and 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 stuff like that like against their own. Like, relativism is king here. Yep. Yeah, they're going against what they say, um, but it's actually on the end of the drag queen that that should still be okay. Like he's going against a, his uh, standards that he espouses on a Sunday from a pulpit, but then again, he joins me. He joins me in doing this kind of stuff. And That's then right. to say, again, you've already destroyed the whole drag queen thing. How do we know that none of those people in that show were, was a drag queen? Because, again, they, they, they just it could have been a guy going over to the house and he just didn't have his makeup and clothes on. Um, and that was just irrelevant information to the show. Because, again, we're made, now you're making a show a standard. They have to, they have to be the ones that catch them. There's never, ever been a case where somebody who was interested in cross-dressing um, or, or drag queen kind of stuff. And there's never been a drag queen that has ever solicited to kids. There's never been a pedophilic drag queen. And I'm just going to say, um, that sounds very absurd. And that is a major claim that you would have to come up with something. But then again, this is, this isn't really for evidential purposes. This is just to, uh, be virtue signaling and get likes mm-hmm. on on Twitter and you know That's just right. the the false kingdom that uh, this person's making um, with themselves and their bodies and uh, and and then yeah that's all that's all this is there's there's really no um, again this is one of those things where somebody is talking and you can't find yourself arguing because mm-hmm. it's like it's just psychobabble <laughs> wackadoo <laughs> stuff <laughs> I love it, man. and and word. and that's the thing it's like it's like you know you, this is where the Bible definitely says that uh, the, the 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 flesh cannot discern the spiritual, and so how can we speak to this person? So you have to get the point of contact, and uh, this person is not unclean in the fact of I we don't deal with them. No, we give them the gospel. We tell them, mm-hmm. uh, definitely this person's so hardened, um, Romans uh, one eighteen through thirty two style that no matter there is no winsome way. According to the other, when you're talking to if we were talking to Shea. Mm-hmm. that's the real name and it's actually reflective it's not um but whatever um but you know, there's no we got to understand there is no winsome way to talk to a person in this state so we just have to declare the truth preach it and yes we're going to turn probably turn around and probably get attacked that's you know throwing the pearls before swine well we will we should expect to get attacked and uh hope that even if they don't accept it there will be people around that god is working on that will eat the crumbs and come to the gospel. So, well, the reality is that the individual who made the meme, uh, Shay Cooley, demonstrates the fundamental problem with his or her worldview. There is no consistent standard. I mean, the same justification yeah. that he or she uses to declare that drag is morally superior and should be celebrated could be adopted by pedophiles to justify their position just as well. I mean, this clearly mm-hmm. demonstrates the arbitrary standard that's used. They never, they never caught, employee. they never caught a consensual. <laughs> a man boy situation you know like uh they had but then again that defeats the whole purpose of the show because uh, well it was actually sort of consensual they they posed this would actually paint um the the catch a predator um show in a bad light because they're lying and they are consenting they are pretending to be a consenting underage person 
talking to an older consenting person. So if consent's the standard, which it seems like that's, you know, that's the modern proverb. I consented, I consented. They have my consent. Um, yeah. So actually this actually paints to catch a predator in a bad light doing their stings. I mean, there'd be a standard to make that sting an okay thing, but who's going to provide that? (laughs) <laughs> uh, so uh, but that would actually paint uh, to catch a predator in a bad light because why why that's consent and then why the drag queen has to be okay with well that's consent yep. so what's wrong well what's wrong with the faith leader if, if you're gonna again it, it ends up bringing the faith leader over to the side of the drag queen yeah and going like no 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 yeah because you're going by my standards now you're, I, we're saying that consent is okay you're going to say well this 11 year old child said okay and i didn't force you know it wasn't it wasn't rape it was love love is love this 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 word that needs content to explain what it means equals the same word that still needs content to be explained to be known what it is and whenever you say love is love don't get mad whenever people express it however they want because you've provided absolutely no content so you went to the one and there is no diversity or anything it's just a big lump of I still don't know anything of what it even means to be loved. So yeah, yeah, if we want to get intellectual and philosophical with it, there, there there's that. But that's this is the the working out of that. We have been given nothing, and then you provide any sort of diversity, and then you get yelled at because well now you're just semantics, semantics, you know. And yeah, but then the, the reason I mean that sounds like it's not um, well, that big of a deal, but look, it's working out in the world. So, but here's the reality at the time that that program to catch a predator, 2004 to 2007 was recorded. Yeah, the, the world's changed majorly in the that time. moral taboos of being a drag queen were seen as incredibly reprehensible. Yeah. However, there were people like Shea Coulee who were saying, hey, it's, I have to be closeted right now because I'm being so demeaned and dehumanized. Well, wait a second. You're doing the same thing to those individuals who might identify as pedophiles. And what right have you to take away from them? And, and yeah. that's, the, that's the issue. That's where this moral revolution can only go on yeah. so long before it destroys itself. It can only pretend Human- superiority. It can only pretend it for a little bit, but then like we just – put everybody on the same level, which is our position, which is everybody's yeah. on the same level. There's no man to man superiority. The only superiority is Christ superiority. And that's the only reason why I'm different from anybody is because I have, I have the grace of God. Um, and it's not that I have it and you don't, and you can't get it. It's the fact of, I don't know that. And I don't know what God's doing. And, uh, God is just in leaving people in their sins. And he is, uh, just in saving somebody. And uh, it's because it's not on my work. It's not on their work. Um, all our work ends up in death. And uh, he can, he is the most free to do as he wishes, especially if, since the fact that Jesus is the one that took the penalty. And it wasn't just like, it, it would be wrong of God if he just winked and uh, dropped the charges as we've dealt with on our episode on our show before, but no, 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 no. He's, he can do whatever he wants because he's the one that paid. And so he pays for whoever he wants to pay for. And he can do just that because we deserve, we don't deserve it. So again, like you can only pretend superiority for so long until you can't. And uh, that position from the outset cannot pretend superiority. So appreciate uh, your work on that because yeah, you proved it. So good job. 
Well, thank you. Thank you for bringing that to my attention, man. Well, I guess that will wrap up this episode of the program for today. And be sure to check out our episode next week. We will be right back here in the studio. So thank you again, Adam, for joining me there in Springfield, Missouri, and Mm. David Van Beber here in Lynn Valley, Kansas. All right. Well, dude, yeah, this is the Tag Your Podcast. And as Dave already said, I'm Ray Ray. And he's already said... And but we haven't said Soli Deo Gloria. <laughs>